you know, it, it he was noodling around and he's like, Brooch, there's no white keys. There's no white keys. I can't. No, these notes are, I can play on the white keys. And so we had to play on all the black keys, which I don't know if you know a piano, but I should know better. I'm going to say all the black keys are minor keys. Okay, so here we go. The first Red the Bread podcast. God bless. Man, you, you have no clue how excited I am. At the same time, um, my mouth hurts. <laughs> it's not a, uh ideal scenario to uh, be doing a podcast when your mouth hurts. <laughs> But anyway, here we are, and uh, we're going to press on. So for this first song, this is actually a single. This, you know, I really wanted it for it to come out like uh, New Year's Day. But uh, you know how life is. Sometimes life gets in the way. And uh, just excited to be releasing it because it's, uh, it's about a new birth. It's, you know, the song is from looking at my my main songwriting book. It's from June 14th, 2022. And you know, I'd really be interested to uh, actually go back and look at the journals, the ledgers, and see what was going on. Um, I need to start taking better notes and actually maybe keeping up with this uh, maybe will help me to um, uh, take better notes and document more of uh, what what quite was going on and stuff. I've gotten better through the years, but um, I could get a lot better with it. But anyway, so this song is called Start Again, and um, let me take you back to where I was. It was um, right before um, I ended up getting COVID for the first time, and um, I was, you know, it's, it's a very prophetic song. Um, as I was working at a retreat, well, it wasn't a retreat, it was, um, a camp for the summer, and, uh, they actually have retreats there, and it's called Common Ground, and, uh, it's in Oberlin, Ohio, and, um, man, just a beautiful place, beautiful facility, the outside, I actually had, I don't want to get too deep, but, in this first one, but I had a vision and um, maybe a half a year or a year ahead of time of working there. How do you explain that? I have no clue. I just remember um, it wintertime and I was driving with the girls and I had this dream that I was going to work out at Common Ground. And I drive out there with the girls, and I'm just like, hey, you know, I just, you know, I didn't want to tell them that. But uh, Kenny was there, and, uh, you know, he said, yeah, go ahead and <clears throat> go check it out. Go go ahead and go explore. And it's a beautiful area. I remember taking the girls out there, and I remember thinking, yeah, I'm going to start next week or something. But it ended up working the summer of 2022, and something dramatically happened to me out there 
and uh, it's it's hard to put into words. I, you know, I don't. It must have been God's timing for me to change or something spark up that that was new, because um, you know it was just it was just His time to. help transform um, some old habits, thought processes. Um, and this is it's a very prophetic song. And um, so I would say that's that's what was going on during the time. Um, some of that change was, you know, this was... Um, it was an overall change, but, you know, it was uh, with the phone. When you went to work, you didn't get no signal out there. And um, I didn't realize how much I was glued to that phone. Almost like Esther used to say, like, right when cell phones first came out, you know, she would talk about it. I remember her saying, you know, I, I love these cell phones, but at the same time, I feel like a dog on a leash with these because it's it it's always there. And something about that phone, something about working a whole summer without that phone, it just it sparked something up in me and it started a uh, a big change in my life and I'm very thankful for it. Like I said, I don't know how to describe it. It's just if it was the anointing of that place or if it was like I said earlier, it must have been God's time for me to just clear some garbage out. And uh, he really did. But anyway, that's what was going on. The thing about this song is it's, it's so unique in that the tuning of it. I have, I have no clue. I'm not a, what's the word, technical player or like theory? Forget it. You know, um, my buddy Pat, phenomenal, phenomenal theory. It just, it just blows me away. I rarely play in a regular tuned guitar. So for some reason, now stay with me here. For some reason, it, this is, okay, it starts with an E. I usually play with a lot of drop D tunings. I've got a tuner right in here, so I know what's, what's on. To me, when I hear this, it's almost like you're playing an E major chord, which would be open, two, two, one, open, open. So this is just me playing open strings. To me, that's E chord. Now, what is it? E, and then it tunes up to a B. E, G sharp, B, and an E. Okay, so we got that. <laughs> Stay with me. Capo, second fret. Takes it up to, uh, I believe, an F sharp. And then you got these, if you've never heard of it and you're a songwriter and you're into alternative tunings and different capos, go get a spider capo. Man, I've, I've had this spider capo for years. It's built tough. You get the coolest, you can just really come up some amazing, just 
I don't even know what you call them. Miners, roots or something? You slap that thing on? So anyway, this is on the seventh fret. And I hate to get too into this <laughs> with the guitar because I'm sure there's people listening on what is he talking about? Maybe I'll put something on there so you can skip it. So anyway, if you're a guitar player. So now I have it, it's open and then spider capo on the seventh. And then open, another open, seventh. So basically it's F sharp. This thing, this song, I've never had a song that's in F sharp. And um, you know, I didn't really know that like until, <clears throat> until we were recording a year later with it and Butler, my buddy Adam Butler, um, phenomenal ear and phenomenal builder. Um, man, just so many gifts. But uh, he was, he, he made some time to uh, play the accordion on this. And uh, man, he really um, guided this song into what it is. But anyway, you know, it, he, he was noodling around and he's like, Brooch, there's no white, <laughs> there's no white keys. I can't. None of these notes are, <laughs> I can play on the white keys. And so we had to play on all the black keys, which I don't know if you know a piano, but <laughs> I should know better. I'm going to say all the black keys are minor keys. <laughs> so just a little inside, I guess, or background. So the song is in F sharp. A lot of fun to play. This came out, like I said, I have no clue how that tuning came about. I don't remember at all. Um, obviously, I usually go down in tuning. It's kind of different for me to go up. So, like I just had that classical guitar. It's a little easier to tune up on a classical guitar for me. So anyway, that's the uniqueness of it. Now, for the lyrics, let's, let's dive into this because... <clears throat> This is gonna be fun. So, sometimes I take a walk, just wishing it would rain. You know, I really don't know where that came from, but to me, man, that's just a great start to a song. And it just says something about, you just need this release. This where you just let go. You ever, I don't know about you guys, but man, I've had a couple in my lifetime where you just, you release with those tears and it's a healing time. It's a transformational time. I didn't really go through that with this that I recall. Now, when I did have COVID, oh man, I would say right after this, maybe a week after that, if that, man, that kicked the crap out of me. And, um, you know, I, I do remember crying for that. I remember leaving a message for my brother, actually, Stevie. And um, I remember I, he just called and said, hey, how you doing, man? I called back, left a message, and I just remember I just remember crying on that <laughs> message or something I remember crying afterwards because my throat hurt so bad. And I choked on some tea, and I couldn't breathe. It was, it was so scary, and I said, can't do this anymore. I got to go to the hospital. 
and uh, made it there. And they, man, they really took care of me. I was really just, I was over it. I was just on that hill, just on the hump, man. I just needed that support. Somebody to say, you know what? No, you're going to be okay, man. And uh, wow, takes me back. <laughs> it's good to, good to reflect on this. So anyway, it's part of that. Because the tears come falling down. Man, a good cry is good for your soul. If you can get out and do it, like I said, I've had some some great cries in my lifetime. I mean, less than a handful of just a, a washing away, just where it's uncontrollable. I think of the dog that we had. I think of when I first sobered up. I think of the amends over with Mossman. It's just uh, where you just... You let it go. So anyway, that's the start of the song. It's a picture of it. Man, wish it just rained. I could just walk in that rain and cry. What a picture. But anyway, second verse. One time I woke up scared and not alone. You know, this was back. I just shared this with Sarah. She's probably heard it multiple times. It's probably one of the only ones I've ever shared it with. And... um you know, there was a time when I was maybe four or five, maybe six, maybe seven, I don't know. Anyway, I was sick, and I had this scary dream, something with the clothes shoot. And uh, I was back on Rosedale, and um, I just remember being so scared as a kid. And um, there was this nightlight. I would say I was scared to get up and go to my parents. I was scared to go to the room, knock on the door or whatever. I just remember holding on to this nightlight. And I don't remember anything afterwards. So, I don't know. Why, why would I not go over to my parents? Why would I not ask for help? Anyway, it's, a, it's, a, uh, it's been a lifetime of that. I would say that was maybe some of the start of it. Now it has gotten better, um, but anyway, is it just because I'm a male or what? You know, how come how come I've always struggled with reaching out for help? I don't know, but you know that's 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 that that was back when that was a that was an experience that I went through, and uh, the lyrics say was the voice I heard upstairs. You know, that scared and all alone was the voice I heard upstairs. That's that's what um that's what I was telling myself. You're all alone. Really? I, I've never been alone. God has always had my back. He's really blessed me with a lot of great um people, wonderful parents, wonderful uh, support all through my life. But that's I would say that's the lie that I would be believing, like, you know, you're alone and uh, that's not true. You know, sometimes we need to reach out. Now, how many years later? I'm 44 now. So 40 years later, <laughs> you know, I find myself in a position of an opportunity of being able to um, really get creative and um, dive into these songs. And, uh, you know, I haven't been making 
money. But God has provided. There's been some money come in. I wouldn't be doing this without family and friends. They really blessed us. You know, the Lord has led the way. As long as I am have time and able to continue going, I'm really going to focus on this creative spurt, so to speak, and uh, seek God's will day at a time. I'm not afraid to work, but, you know, I've really uh, been able to dedicate a lot of time to diving into, uh, like I said, music, getting creative. And um, where the heck am I going with this? Um, excuse me. I'm not sure. Lost it. <laughs> Lost it. All right, forget it then. Um, oh, my point was, okay, 40 years later, I'm kind of in the position where I have to ask for help. You know, I've had to ask for help in sobriety. It's so hard, so challenging. But when it's life and death, sometimes you got to do whatever it takes. So anyway, 40 years later, I'm, I'm having to ask for support for, um, from my parents. Um, I didn't go and knock on their door. Maybe I should have. But anyway, um, help with getting to Hannah for um, her schooling. And uh, came up with uh, being able to pay for half with them. You know, to have to ask your parents when you're 44 years old for support like that. Not easy. I don't remember how I worded it. Um, but anyway, they willingly obliged. So I take it as if I would have knocked on the door, they, they would have been right there for me. But it was up to me, and I chose not to. For some reason, fear or pride, I can do it. I mean, I'm not sure. But anyway, so just a uh, side note. If you've ever been stuck in something, you, the, I'm, had so many experiences, so many negative experiences, but when you turn that over to the Lord, he, He'll give you another chance. I guarantee it. It's happened so many times in my life. So anyway, let's keep going because I'll never get done with this. But don't. But that was then, and this is now. And I would say from that last comment, it's a whole nother ball game. Um, and with spirituality, with with God by your side, all things are possible. Pick up the pieces, leave it all behind. Start again. You know, I wanted to comment on, I made some notes. I can't find them now. But anyway, I made some notes of, you know, I've always been willing to not work. <laughs> I've always had it in me. Some of the best times for me is just traveling with the guitar and and just what's the word just being creative and so i've never now my brother got the work jeans like i mentioned before stevie he got the work jeans i got zilch <laughs> i got the sports and uh music but he got the work jeans so anyway when I first started out, I would say, when I sobered up, we sobered up, and uh, that was back in 2000, and I would, I don't, I remember working at Walmart for my first job, cart pusher, and um, 
I don't want to go too far off here, but so anyway, the start again part. So after maybe a year, maybe a year and a half, two years, maybe maybe it's two years. You know, I just I really I was new in my spirituality, new with my walk with God, new with sobriety. Everything was new, and I would take these days. And I would go and I'd warm up my voice and I would um, play music. And then there was um, Darren Live from Colorado. I listened to them. And um, it was about 11. Then there was another religious one that came on at uh, noon. Just a, just a great, great thing. But anyway, I got these tapes from Goodwill. And it was on, ah, I should have wrote it down. Something I think a lot of the some of you know scripture or the Bible know it was where you where Paul says something about you forget about the past and you're pressing on. And I remember that tape and I listened to that tape and it was a series. I don't remember who it was, but I should look in the ledgers. But anyway, it's it's about leaving the past behind and pressing in for the goal and the target that God has for you. I just remember that from that tape. I don't remember anything else, but I remember that. And he kept repeating that verse through the whole tape series. There's probably five or six tapes in that thing. And he just kept repeating that verse. And anyway, so that that got stored in my brain. But anyway, let's keep going on this. Verse 3. Sometimes I wish that I could fly away from the noise in my head. Well, I think a lot of people can probably relate to that. You know, um, I guess who are you listening to or who are you feeding up there or what's going on up there? Like I said earlier, I've um, lived with a lot of fear, a lot of doubt, a lot of anxiety. You know, God's brought me a long ways. And uh, it's carried me a long ways. And uh, I think we all have noise up in our upstairs. But um, something to notice it. I think when you start to notice some of that, and that may be with some of the core beliefs, which I'm really interested in diving into some of mine. It's a very, uh, very I'm very interested in the topic. Um, because you have some of those core beliefs about the world and about yourself, and uh, I don't—I really don't feel like I've really pressed into that too much. But let's just say this: I would like to, I'd like to, and it's—it's it's, uh, close to my heart. Anyway, stop the chatter, that chatter up in your head, the noise up there, and practice what I preach. You know, I'd like to share this about what my brother said. Got my brother on here a lot. You know, he's been a huge help to me. He's the best listener that I know of. I've been around a lot of counselors, um, a lot of professionals. Nobody compares to my brother. Just a phenomenal listener. He's got a natural gift for it. That's a blessing from God. Anyway, I said... Something like, I said, B, you know, I'd really like to do something that nobody else in the world can do. Something that's really unique. And, you know, he paused. 
And he came back with this. He said, you know what, Red? You just follow through on what you say you're going to do. And you'll, and you'll do that. And I tell you what, that hit home, man. It's like, that's something that I'd really like to work on. I've, I'm more of a talker. I hate to say it. Um, I do like to just, hey, we need to do this, do this. But, you know, I'm not very good at pop following through. And uh, I, I need to get better at that. But anyway, man, I wish, I wish I could do better at practicing what I preach. And uh, anyway, but anyway, that came from my brother and I, I and that never left me. Keep practicing, keep practicing. Man, this is a, it's a spirituality and learning how to um, self-regulate, uh, learning how to um, just breathe, to stay with some of those difficult emotions. For me, it's a lifelong practice and it's a day at a time for me um verse four okay one time i went out exactly as i was was scared to death okay (laughs) so i had this camp you know they uh a lot of the campers and a lot of the uh counselor leaders you know one of the activities they had was painting your nails I've never done it, ever, and um, ended up. They well, I didn't want to, but one of the one of the kids did. <laughs> like, hey, come on, man, let's let's paint you up. And I, oh, okay, okay. And so I did, and you know, it was a different experience. I think people look at you differently, or I felt people because you leave camp. It's such a freeing place over there at Common Ground. You're able to be yourself, let your hair down, and just kind of let loose in a way. And then you get out and, you know, whatever, you're at, out in public, and people kind of, I don't know, even Sarah, even my wife, was just kind of look at me and be like, what, what are you doing? I didn't do it. Some other kid did it. <laughs> Put the blame on somebody else. But anyway, you know, it just, you know, I was, I remember before going into church, I remember being scared to death to go to church. That's a, that's a sad thing because my nails were painted. Why? I don't know. Figured someone would be judging me like, what? And so, you know, that's a, that was a real thing. That was a real thing. You know, and I would say, being scared to death to just be yourself um, exactly as you are. You know, people in the 12-step program have really helped me out with that. You know, but for this year, I would say, you know, this is my year to um, to come out and to um, be myself and to share my experiences and my personal experiences with, with the Lord. And, um, you know, I've always... Uh, been a quiet person, reserved person, and uh, it's time for me to share about what the Lord's done in my life. Um, I have a, a lot of awesome experiences that the Lord has done for me, and just feel like it's time to kind of let some of those out. So, obviously, we'll get to them. Um, 
but um, let's keep going. So used to hiding and lying all the time. I don't know. It's hard to be yourself. Hard for for me, and um, I don't know why. The heck am I hiding? What am I hiding for? Um, lying all the time about who I am, who I am. You know, at my core, I went through um, difficult grieving process. There's an album on that in Heal. And, um, you know, there was two things that really struck home because I just, my whole world got rocked with that grief. And the two major things um, about who I am is that, you know, I am a child of God. I belong to the Lord. And I am sober by His grace. Those are the two things that came out of to my core and um, you know it's looking back now I'd say yes I'm I'm part of a family earthly family as well but um, there's a lot of different things that I am but those were the core ones that I got out of that experience anyway that was them this is now pick up the pieces leave it all behind start again man you can start again. You can start over. You know, one of the things that I learned in the 12-step program um, that I've carried with me for a long time, somebody once said, you know what, you can start your day over at any time. And uh, I try and preach that to the kids, to the girls. They say that, oh, man, they can't get their boot on. This is the worst day Okay, well, you can start your day over at any time, you know. It's just a, it's a, it's a difficult moment. And, um, man, you don't have to let something ruin your whole day. You can start your day over at any time. Now, is it easy to do? Not necessarily. Sometimes you need other people. Sometimes you need that spiritual help from the Lord to help you get through that. And, um... Being around people has helped me with that, but anyway, that's that's been huge thing that I've never forgotten from that meeting. Anyway, um, this whole thing's about starting again. We did a video for it for the song, and um, it was uh, starting again, starting over. Anybody can do it. You can start over anytime, any day. And I would say the first thing I would start with would be getting honest with yourself, getting honest with God, saying a quick prayer, something from the heart, and um, starting with that. So anyway, so the last part, I actually take the spider capo off of the song. Um, and this last part just kind of came in I don't remember, probably newer, maybe two or three months ago, maybe, when recording it. So, over the mountains and across the sea, you and I were meant to be. Kind of turns into like a love story. Um, all through the valley and across the tide, I am yours and you are mine. You know, that... Um, I would say that's more spiritual, more of a spiritual thing. But 
I would say that God uses people to um, express and show his love. You know, in the scriptures, Jesus is exemplified as the good shepherd. And I picture... I picture Jesus as somebody who is willing to go after, to take the hard route through the mountains, um, cross the river. You go, you're going through some tough stuff to be able to be there and to find that lost sheep. That's my picture of Jesus. His dedication, his love, his perseverance, his Let's get this done. Let's go. We're going to find this. We're going to find this person. We're going to help this person. And and I love that. I love that about the Lord. And uh, I feel like He has done that for me. I feel like God is pursuing. He's in the business of pursuing people and hearts. And sometimes we need somebody to go and live that. Sometimes we need to follow that call of the Lord. If you've got the Lord inside you, sometimes you've got to go through some tough stuff yourself. Sometimes you've got to go through some tough stuff to get to somebody else. And uh, to me, that's my picture of Jesus. That's my God. And um, that gets me exciting. <laughs> Excited. <laughs> you can tell. <laughs> But anyway, um, I would say if there's any scripture to put in, I would put that in there, man. I would say it'd probably be something from the Old Testament. I should have prepared this a little better. <laughs> something from the Old Testament. There was, I don't remember who it was, but it was one of those prophets. They were saying, man, these guys are not shepherds, man. They're not the real deal, these false prophets. Man. We have a lot of false prophets today. I mean, to me, it'd be somebody promoting something other than the Lord. Something that you can do yourself, you know. Sometimes you can't make it on your own, as that U2 song goes. So anyway, that's the song. That, that's, man, this is the first one. And um, let me just look at my notes here. See if uh, anything else I want to add to it. I don't want to keep blabbing on. Um, I would say let's leave it at that. Um, appreciate you sitting down. If you've made it through this, God bless you, man. It's just uh, amazing. There's a lot in that track. And um, like I said, I'd say the biggest takeaway for me is the tuning <laughs> and the almost prophecy of it or it's amazing how some of those songs are like that prophetic like who knew that just working at a summer camp for one summer could change your life the inner work and maybe I'll talk more about that later but um man okay let's leave it at that appreciate you slowing down spending some time and uh you know, I really would like to uh, do some acoustic songs for these. The only thing is, I don't know if I can play that last part on that. <laughs> to be honest, I can play the 
I can play the verse and the chorus, but that last part, some of the words, oh, and I skipped through some words because I didn't write them down in that big book. Come on. I need to prep better. Um, what are those words? Well, let's leave it at that. I don't want to keep blabbing away here. I got to give my mouth a rest. Okay, go with the Lord, be yourself, and God bless. Sometimes I take a walk Just wish that it would rain There's tears come falling down My tears come falling down One time I woke up scared and all alone Was a voice that I heard upstairs Back when I was young When I was young Ooh, that was then But this is now Pick up pieces, leave it all behind Start again, start again
across the tide I am yours and you are mine Forever in love me Forever in love with you Forever in love me Forever in love with you How many mountains will I climb Struggle just to be myself, my way. How many oceans? Will